0: Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to divine gossip today. I have a very wonderful, beautiful, special, magical guest, um, Catherine Ward or AKA the queen of wards. And yes, she is a queen. So everyone bow the fuck down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but but you're amazing. Seriously, <laughs> actually, yeah. Um, no, she is a tarot reader like myself, a psych medium too, and she's given me countless—not countless, a few readings that are fucking incredible. And like you, you really grounded my ass and really brought me back um, to earth because I needed that. So you're very talented, and I feel like you look at tarot in a very, in a similar way to myself, just in in the fact that you use it all the time and you know a lot about it. You have a lot of experience and I'm really excited to talk with you. So how are you? How are you feeling?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for that intro. Um, I'm so happy to be here. This is my first time podcasting in a very long time. So I am excited.
0: I know I've, I actually like a long time ago, binged your podcast and I'm, I want to ask if it's coming back please say yes.
1: You know what? I've been like teetering around it. I think it's going to look very different. I just don't know what it is. So until, you know, it hits me, it's just sitting there for now. Yeah. That's fair. So thank I you. That. that is so kind. <laughs> of course. Of course. So I guess
0: let's just dive into it. I do want to do a divine moment moment. If, if you're cool with that. Um, I'm trying to think of mine. I never, I don't really write them down anymore because I found that like when you're spiritual, they kind of just happen all the time, you know, um, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. um, I don't, I feel like today I had a, a pretty divine moment and it's pretty simple. I haven't meditated in a very long time and I kind of just fucking came home back to myself this morning and it changed my It's actually crazy what like getting quiet and doing meditation does for the mind. Like it straight up literally changes your entire fucking life in like 10 minutes or however long the meditation was. Like I literally went from crying, anxious, overthinking, like feeling like a failure. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh my God, like fucking I'm awesome. And yeah. So that was my divine moment. I just kind of cried it out and changed my perspective with some breathing. And like, I feel like that's pretty cool.
1: No, that's awesome. And I think this is a really good time of the year to get back into meditation and your inner world. So I love that.
0: Absolutely. Do you have one?
1: I have two. Am I allowed to share two? Fuck yeah. (laughs) Um, So my first one is, and I, I post about this on my Instagram, but um 719 is one of my angel numbers my birthday is July I mean 7 719 yeah. right I said that right yeah. yeah my birthday is um July 19th um so when I see that I usually think of my grandparents literally this one day last week I was traveling for work and I must have seen it like a hundred times and I was like shit something something big is coming I don't know what it is yet but like something's coming
0: oh my god I um, love that
1: And I like almost never see that number. It's like a weird number that like, you can't just like see. Um, And then my other one is I'm like really into vintage jewelry right now. So I bought this gold wedding. It's like a wedding band, essentially from the seller on Etsy. And I got it last week and I didn't know it was engraved. Um, So it's like engraved with, I guess, like the people's initials who got married. And then it has a date in it. And the date is June 17th, twenty four like it must have been 1924 because like it's from there but I'm like is something big happening to me on like June 17th of this year like I just got chills right I saw that and I was like this is not a coincidence I don't believe in those
0: (laughs) yeah oh my god no that is so cool I'm literally gonna text you that morning and be like get ready
1: I literally like set, um, an alarm on my phone. And one of my friends was like, I feel like you should just like take off that day and like make it a day to celebrate you. And I was like, I'm all for that. So yeah. Fuck. Yeah.
0: I love that. That's so fun. I need Mm -hmm. to go freaking vintage shopping again. That stuff is always so fun. I love vintage shopping.
1: Yeah. It's so cool. Everything has like so much like history and like, I don't know. I love it.
0: Same, same. Okay. Well let's dive into it. So The first thing I want to ask you, I want you to explain to the listeners how your spiritual journey happened, like how you got into tarot and like why you even felt called to tarot.
1: Yeah. Um, So I guess just like background on me before we get into that, like I'm from New York. I grew up like Irish Catholic family. My mom is from the Philippines um, and they're like very Catholic. So I grew up very religious, I would say I went to like Catholic school, all the things. Um, but I've always been interested in tarot. Even like since I was a kid, I was like, oh, that seems cool, but that's like the work of the devil in Catholicism. So you're just like, okay, let's not risk it, kind of thing. Um, but then in 2020, I like found myself in this Facebook group. This was like at the beginning of COVID, and it was like a spiritual Facebook group. And there were other intuitives in there. People were like doing all the things and I was like, this is going to be my COVID hobby. Like tarot is going to be my COVID hobby. And that's like what I decided basically. So like I sat down, I was like teaching myself tarot essentially. And then I started giving like free reading in this group, like just put your name down. I'll pull a card for you, whatever. And it really just like started from there, just like as Mm -hmm. a COVID hobby that turned into like a side business, I guess. Yeah.
0: So I was listening
1: to this podcast
0: today. Do you know who Mystic Dylan is? No. No. He writes, he's a witch. He writes a lot of like witchcraft books. I read a couple of his books. He's really cool. He used to do a long time ago, a podcast with a medium. It's literally called The Witch and the Medium. And I highly recommend it. It's very cool. But they were talking about um like, I think it, the episode's like tarot ethics or something. And I wanted your opinion because I disagreed with his opinion. It was like, you have to wait at least a year and a day to start charging for readings and I was like I waited like three months to start charging because I just I because I started in uh, in COVID Mm -hmm. too so Mm -hmm. when you're like inside all day and only doing tarot it's like you're like 24 hours like in-depth tarot all the time Mm -hmm. so I felt pretty confident what do you think about that
1: I think that I don't like hard and fast rules like that with like <laughs> anything. Um, I think it depends on the person, but I think it's as long as like you're comfortable and your abilities and you're not like, I don't feel like it's right to like charge people as like, you're figuring it out kind mm. of thing. But once sure. you feel confident and you're like, I'm at a certain skill level where I feel like I could give you like appropriate advice. And I'm, I don't feel like I'm guessing, like go for it. If that's like two days from now, then like, Oh, like good for you. If it's, three years from now, then like, that's cool too, whatever.
0: That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So if you're starting tarot, as long as you, I feel like as long as you feel confident, exactly, exactly what you said, honestly, if you're still like, like guessing or like looking up card meeting meanings all the time and like figuring it out and still Mm -hmm. studying, then like, maybe don't charge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I think if anyone listening to this is like figuring out, like, should I charge for my tarot readings, like doing donation-based stuff? is always good. And people that resonate with your readings will donate, whether it's like a dollar, $20, whatever it is. And that could like build your confidence up too.
0: That's a good, that's a good piece of advice, Catherine. Look at you. That's, I love that. I try. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting. We both started during COVID. I feel like a lot of readers started during COVID because that's when I downloaded TikTok and it was like, tarot witchcraft it was full of that shit so that's all I was seeing and I was like um yeah I kind of am into this um and then yeah I I feel like I've told you this before but just because I'm restarting the podcast and people don't know I ordered a box of like witchcraft supplies from a witch on Etsy and she like randomly threw in a tarot deck and was like I felt called to give you this and that was my first tarot deck that I've been using like every day for like four years. So it was just cool. And yeah, it took off from there and it, that was October, 2020, I think. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I love that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually, this was like end of 2019, I guess it was, I, I was already like feeling the tarot itch and I, like I was going to like start doing it and I made my brother buy me a deck because everyone's like, you can't buy your own deck. And I was um, like, you know, we don't want to risk it. So I, I made my brother buy it for me and then give it to me. And it literally sat like in my apartment until like COVID happened in like March of 2020. <laughs> and then I was like, I knew I was going to need this. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that's another thing.
0: I, I mean, I think you agree with this, right? Like you don't have to be gifted your first deck.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm a little superstitious, but at that point I was, and I was like, best not risk it, but now like buy your own deck. Like,
0: yeah. who yeah. else
1: is going to buy it for you, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay. So how has your relationship with tarot evolved over time and in what ways has it deepened your connection to spirituality?
1: Yeah. I mean, my journey with tarot has like developed so much over the last like four-ish years that like in the beginning I was really just like I was just I was just using it like as a tool to like journal really is like how I would practice. So I would like pull three cards every night, be like, what do I need to know essentially? And then like try to figure out like where it fit into my life. And now um I use it more to I'm like, how do I say this? Um, I think I just use it very differently now. It's more to like gain insight on a situation. So like Mm -hmm. for instance, I'm going through like the situation at work right now that is like hell. And I am a self-aware queen over here. And I'm like, this can't, my vision of it can't be like the only thing. So like, what else is going on? What does this person think of the situation? Oh right? my God, I love and that. I, I also think about it in like, okay, well, the, you usually have like two decisions to make and like whatever is going on. If I make this decision, what's the outcome going to be? If I make this decision, what's the outcome going to be? So it's more to gain like guidance in that stance instead of just being like, what do I need to know for today? I try to be like more, uh targeted with it maybe just like right now because I'm going through a lot it's like easier but that's how I use it more to like okay well if I did this how would that turn out and is that in my highest good is that what I want to do um, versus like this other thing right or I try to like gain insight on a situation from a different view also
0: yeah there there's definitely a very cool thing about tarot which I feel like really sums it up is that tarot gives you all perspectives it like because as humans we're so like tunnel vision like there's right and wrong black and white Mm -hmm. and tarot is like there's so many different like facets of life that is shown out of literally only a deck and that's why I always tell people I'm like it always with spirituality always starts with a mindset shift and with tarot you're able to navigate that mindset mindset shift of like there's a bigger picture. Like I love, mm-hmm. I love how you're self-aware because yeah. it, it it can be as specific as like, okay, let's map out this side of things. Let's map out another mm-hmm. side. Show me a different side now. I love that.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And then going to your question about like, how has it helped my connection with my spirituality? When I started reading tarot, and I think a lot of people think this like on social media and like TikTok and stuff. Like I thought you were just like memorizing cards. Like that's what it was. Like you would ask me a question. These cards have meanings. Like it's like translating a language is like what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I started giving other people readings, I would gain, I was like knowing these things about these people would be like, oh, is this situation like with work? Are you having a tough time? And then all of a sudden I'm like, how, how did I know that? Because these cards like don't necessarily mean that. Right. And that's really what sparked my um, interest in like intuitive abilities and like psychics and mediums and stuff like that. Like I've always been interested in that kind of stuff, but it wasn't until then that I was like, okay, like what's going on here? So I'd say like tarot was really like my first step into like intuition and psychic abilities and like eventually like mediumship. And like, no one tells, tells you that like when you learn tarot, you think you're just memorizing meanings to stuff. So that's, that could be it for some people. But like, if you're reading tarot, you're probably intuitive. Like, um, sorry to spoil it. <laughs> yeah,
0: Sorry to break it, break it to you. But oh my God. Yeah, I so agree. I, I started the same way. I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is the cards that's coming out is more of a generalized thing, but tarot doesn't get like, for example, if you feel like someone is there's a relationship that's breaking up. Yeah. The three of swords will come out or whatever. And the lovers maybe or two of cups or whatever. Like those cards say that, but like the cards, aren't going to say, Oh, he like something way more specific. I can't think of an example, but like tarot doesn't get that specific Mm -hmm. and intuition can. And I so agree. So you think that tarot can be a like gateway into developing psychic abilities.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, tarot is really just like a tool that you use to enhance your psychic abilities, right? Like you could use tarot, oracle cards, pendulum, like playing cards. You could really use like anything. Um, but that's just like to help your innate psychic ability that you have.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So do you think that well, I I have two questions, but I can only remember one now. So that's cool. But I am um, on TikTok, and you and I post like if you if you're seeing this message, like, um, it may be for you. There's a lot of readers out there that think that is like scammy and like like trying to you know <laughs> it's like bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think it, what do you think about that? Because I think it's fine as long as you're like use your own intuition. Not every single reading is going to mm-hmm. be for you.
1: Yeah, I think I think there I feel like two ways about it, like. Okay. The TikTok algorithm is like a real thing. So if like you're spending time on a love reading, you're probably going to get hit with more love readings. And I, I like do believe that. But I do believe that like, for instance, when I do readings, I'm like, this is a collective message, right? But that doesn't mean sure. it's the whole collective, right? It means it's the collective that is probably going, like the way that I see it at least, and you could tell me how you see it, um, is like this collective that this message for is going through a similar energy that I am because usually I resonate with this collective message that's going on. Right. So it's for this specific group of people. And like, to your point, like you need to use your discernment as to like, if that's for you. Um, But like, there's two parts of it. And I don't like, I don't know how to navigate it. Cause even like I get stuck on TikTok and like I'm getting this love reading after love reading. And it's like, oh, he's thinking about you. And I'm like, why is he thinking about me? Like, right. And you just get stuck in this. So there's like two parts of it. And it's hard to uh, decipher, I think.
0: I agree. And I think that people can get very confused. Like, wait, what's going on? And that's why it's so important to read your own cards too. Because Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to go be like, okay, you tell me what's really up with this. And then you'll know. So yeah, I agree. I think, and it's it's very interesting how we always do kind of resonate with the readings we give. I think it's a mm-hmm. very cool reflection for sure. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. But I don't think it's like scammy to be like- Me neither. readings for you because like maybe that person like needed to hear that message or like, you know, get their attention some way. So I th- the universe works in many ways and we can't control all of it. So
0: I agree, I agree. Okay, do you think that tarot can predict the future? Because I also hear a lot that it's like tarot is just a mirror, a self reflection tool, and that's it. And it can't predict the future. And if you use it like that, you're using it unethically.
1: I 100% think that it could predict the future. Again, tarot I is like a tool to like what you do. Already, right? So, like, if you can predict yes. the future, like tarot can help you do that. so Yes. Yeah. It's I, so, I think it's silly to think that, but uh, I, I I tend to not agree with those people again who have like those hard and fast rules. I'm like, okay, you do whatever you want to do over there.
0: True.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I
0: wouldn't say like tarot cards can predict the future. I mean, well, yeah, they can, because if you ask, hey, what's coming up for me, and then it happens. Mm-hmm well there we go but i also think you're right it's it's your intuition linked to it as well mm-hmm. like obviously if you are seeing something in the future that's your intuition you're using tarot as that tool it's like
1: yeah so okay i agree yeah yeah 100%,
0: 100% so i'm obviously this would be a guess well maybe not i don't know were there any challenges or uncertainties in your life that tarot helped you navigate providing clarity or guidance when you needed it most
1: I mean yeah like I know right every day um I mean I like I mean I have a whole cabinet of cards here but I always keep a deck near me and literally I'm just like shuffling nothing like all day like even if I'm not like asking questions I'm just like I need to do something and something pops out oh my
0: god literally same that's like my favorite pastime is just shuffling cards in my hand like I'll watch I'll do it while I watch tv or anything um so do you keep a deck on you all the time?
1: Um, Almost all the time. <laughs> I would say like, I don't keep it in like my little like bag that I take out. But if I like travel, if I'm not home and I'm traveling somewhere, I always have a deck on me. And if I don't bring one, I usually like regret it. I'm like, oh, I could it, could it <laughs> use that right now. So I try to keep one on me.
0: Do you think I'm like picking the fuck out of your brain? Do you think, love it. do you think tarot is witchcraft?
1: Um, hmm. that's a good question. I don't know, right? So my definition of witchcraft is like working with the energy around you. Um, So I guess it could be seen as that because I think that tarot helps you understand the energies around you and helps you work with them better. So again, I think it's maybe a tool for that.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like dowsing rods or pendulums, like Mm the same kind of deal. Okay. Okay. So in your experience, how does tarot, how specifically does tarot serve as a tool for self-discovery and what role has it played in helping you understand your own inner workings and life path?
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, in my opinion, tarot is the tool for self-discovery. Ooh. That is, that is like very biased though, I will say. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you use tarot the right way and you understand like the tarot and you know, it's, it's all about cycles and patterns and stuff like that, then it helps you understand yourself more. Mm. So like, for instance, you'll, you might see a lot on TikTok, a lot of tarot readers say this, like that card is stalking me. I see that card all the time, right? Well, that card is representing of a cycle that you're going through and maybe that card pops up the same time every year or like when you're going through the same situation or like the same time of like your cycle like whatever it is um and it's like again using that to understand like what you're going through more and that's like where the self-discovery happens like um like how i work as like just like a practitioner in general is like understanding your different cycles and that's what tarot helps me do So I'm like, okay, this happened today. Why did that happen? What could I have done differently to like change that? Could I have done anything differently, right? So just like, um, I love tarot because you could ask questions and you could just keep asking questions and keep pulling over and over. And like, there's no shortage of questions that you could ask. And I feel like that's a lot, that's what people don't understand about tarot. Like you could have a card pop out and not know what it means. Be like, okay, can I have another card to explain what that card means, right? So I think that's like, the beauty of it
0: yeah that's what you did in my reading I I was because I'm actually I've noticed I actually don't do this anymore after you told me I do this but you were like you make you tend to make decisions based off like impulse or like you're all in and then you don't think about it you don't take a day or two to think about it because your mind might change and then you committed to something that you don't even fucking like anymore And fuck. I mean, literally that's literally that that's actually how I've made my decisions these past few days is like, I'm just going to sit on it actually. And I don't care if you think that's annoying. I'm just going to sit on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so absolutely. You're very, very skilled at that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I think tarot is just like, the coolest tool to use. Cause you could get into as much detail as you want. Um, as long as you like truly want those answers and mm. like, you really want to do that shadow work around it. Like I feel like Tara is really good at helping you define like that shadow, that block, like whatever you have. And that's why we often have those like repeating cards coming up Cause you haven't like fixed that problem. You haven't addressed what's going on. So yeah, you know, your guides are telling you like, let's go so that we could get to like the next thing
0: yeah exactly how do you journal with cards because normally i like i'll start my day by pulling a card and normally it's an oracle card nowadays but um i'll just like i don't know i think i kind of just think about the idea it's presenting to me and like reflect on my thoughts about the questions it's asking me or like the meaning of it like how do you how do you suggest journaling with tarot
1: So I think there are a lot of ways that you can do it. If you're a beginner, um, what I always like to do is just to, you know, ask like, what do I need to know? I like to journal at night generally. So it would be like, what do I need to know from like whatever happened today? Pull three cards, look at them, like look at the meaning if you have to. And I always like, tarot is kind of like a puzzle to me. So like, how do these three cards like move together, Mm -hmm. right? Who are they representing? um, Stuff like that. Um, That's how I used to do it when I... Just started beginning. Now I kind of like brain dump my whole day, essentially. And then I'm like, okay, what is the advice? How do I like move forward? And it's kind of, I I have like a conversation with like my guides, essentially, is what I'm like, okay, so like now what the hell do I do? And then a card comes out and I'm like, okay, but what if I don't want to do that? (laughs) Right. Or like, what if I can't do that right now? Or can you give me some more information? Right. So it's like more of a conversation there. And then it's like, okay, like tomorrow I'm going to try this out. Or like, we're going to take a rest rest for like a few days. Right. And it's more of a conversation. That's how um, I like to do it. Like pulling um, a card after asking a question. Okay. What's my next question? Pull another card and keeping it like simple, because I know some people, and I have this problem sometimes, sometimes like 20 cards pop out and you're like, where do I even start here? Right. Right, right. Like you could just pull one card. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Have you ever thought about teaching tarot? Have you taught it before?
1: I have thought about it. Um, I have like certain, like, I don't know if it's a block or what about doing it, but I feel like there's just so, so much information with tarot. Like, when do you like stop? Like, I feel like I'm still learning things about tarot. like that's what it, that's like my problem I like want to be like the absolute expert on something and then I'm like then I'll teach you but I'm always like learning new things about her and I'm like oh I never thought about it that way or that card has a new meaning this week like so we'll see maybe one day
0: I love that I think you'd be really good at it that's all and you're so right I again I was listening to that podcast today and he was like I've been reading tarot for 12 years and I'm still learning things today so that's why he was like wait to charge but whatever. but that just proves like people can be fucking reading for like 20 years and still like learn new directions and perspectives with tarot so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Um, and and as like you learn other things like outside like for instance I'm like learning about Hikate right now and now I'm learning like she has like certain cards in the deck that are like associated with her and I'm like oh well I've been seeing those cards for the past three months this all makes sense now right so like you're never done learning anything. Wait!
0: Oh my God! What cards are associated with her? Um, the
1: Moon card is makes associated sense. with her. Um, I think the High Priestess card is also associated with her. Okay, makes reason. sense. Yeah. Okay. So like obvious ones, but like yeah, obvious to me, right? So.
0: Well, yeah, not until you open yourself up to that information. Um. Okay. So how I, I feel like we kind of already touched on this, but. How has working with tarot influenced or strengthened your intuitive ability abilities on your spiritual path? If you have any more to share about that,
1: yeah, I mean, just I think it's helped me the most in giving other people readings because, like,
0: mm-hmm. you could use
1: tarot right as like a self-discovery tool and just use tarot with yourself, right? But then you could use it with other people. And that's kind of where you take your skills to like the, the next level to like some sort because you're expanding to other energies. So I think that really tarot helps me read other people um, better and really like understand that. Um, and it's the imagery of the cards that really helped me. Like I, I know the meanings of all these cards, but it's not often that I use those. I mm-hmm. mean, more like, I'll get imagery and I'll be like, Oh, I see this thing on the card. Is, is this like going on in your life? Right. And you start like using other cues and that's really how I use it to strengthen my intuitive abilities.
0: Yeah. I, I totally didn't even think about the imagery. Cause that's so true. I was just talking to one of my one-on-one clients today. And she was like, I pulled the 10 of pentacles and I saw my family in the card, like because there's like a, a man and a woman with a little boy and a dog and and she literally has like she's dating a man or her husband and she has a, that same dog in the picture like her little boy like and I was like oh my god that is so like cool that you picked up on that so absolutely I think the imagery in tarot is just as powerful as the meanings mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's really cool okay How do you integrate tarot into your daily or regular spiritual practices besides journaling, if any, and what benefits have you observed from incorporating it into your routine?
1: Yeah, I would say, um, besides journaling, I've been using tarot in meditation a lot.
0: I was Um, just going to say, have you ever like picked a card and then imagined you like stepping into the card? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. I've never done it quite like that, but maybe I will tonight. Um, it's but cool, dude. Sometimes what I like to do is, um, like pull a card before I go into meditation and be like, what do I need to like work on in this meditation? Right. Like what, like, what is my goal or my uh, intention behind it, but also something that I've been doing. Cause, um, when I meditate, right, you're connecting with, like, your guides, your ancestors, whatever it is, um, I've been um, having conversations, so, like, for instance, like, I'm connecting with Hecate now, and um, it's hard, like, I am very clear audience, so I can hear things pretty well, it's kind, it's kind of difficult for me to, like, hear her, so I'm pulling out cards, right, I'm like, what are you trying to say to me, and I pull out a card, and I'm like, okay, and then we, like, go back into it, right, so it's, like, again, to give you just like better idea of like what is going on in a language that you understand too, because, um, what someone told me is like, when we pray, right, we're talking to our guides and ancestors. And when we meditate, they're talking to us, but sometimes that the language isn't like one-to-one, right. They're like showing you symbols or like you're hearing certain music or whatever it is. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I understand tarot. So like, what are we doing here? Right. Oh my God.
0: That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that a lot. I'm going to start doing that. I've never thought about like, if I'm not understanding something or having trouble hearing or seeing in meditation, I could just whip out a deck and then go back into it. That's so smart. I love
1: that. Yeah. hundred percent. I like to do that. Like, um, when someone asks you like, Oh, what does this sign mean or whatever? Like, it's my belief that like signs are so personal that like angel number 222 can mean something to you and it can mean something completely different to me so I'm like let's pull the tarot cards out what what does this one mean to you right like in a language I can understand
0: yes I've been seeing 444 like only for like five days straight now and tonight I've been seeing it too oh really yeah Yeah. so tonight I'm gonna be like all right what are what are you trying to tell me like I don't understand what the fours mean let's talk about it you know so I agree um okay a lot of readers normally have difficulty reading themselves, but have an easier time reading for clients or other people. What is the difference between these two circumstances and how can someone read tarot for themselves just as well?
1: Yeah. Well, I think first off, starting reading for yourself is like super important. Um, but also because I, I'll i be honest, I've been having trouble reading myself recently too. like. <laughs> I'll sit down and be like, what do I need to know? And then all of a sudden, like, I have a very particular situation in mind, like when I ask this question. So then something comes out and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, all this stuff. And then I was talking to one of my teachers recently and she's like, I feel like you've been pulling cards and like, you're not getting like the real meaning behind them. And then I started to think back and I'm like, oh, that could have like also meant this or it could have also meant that, right? Because we're very... uh biased biased yeah exactly we're very biased we know like the situation we also have like we want a certain outcome for a lot of things so I think that's why it's so difficult for people to read themselves but um what she told me what I've been doing for the past few months so hopefully this helps whoever is listening is I've been doing like those collective readings so mm-hmm. I'll be like okay this is a reading for the collective like what do you need to know today and I channel it that way like I'm reading for someone else I also do it um like in my emails that I send out to my clients, I'll like type out um, a tarot card reading and it's for the collective, right? But it also like resonates with me. So that's how I've been doing it. And I feel like that's the easiest way. Um, but I think incorporating some sort of like writing or like speaking it out helps instead of just being like, okay guys, what's the deal today? And then being like, oh, I, I knew that. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause- if you're not speaking it or writing it out when you already have like a bias or issues reading yourself, it's just stuck in your head and all you can do is like overthink it or like think about it wrong or whatever. So, oh my God, that's so, that's such a good idea. Every time I do a collective reading, I wait like a day or two and then I go back and watch it as like a viewer or like, like not as if I'm the person reading and I look at it from like a, Like oh I'm the sitter kind of way, Mm -hmm. and and it resonates. I'm like oh my god I'm like reading myself at the same time, so that makes total sense.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that the people that we read for just a mirror of ourselves. So I think I'm sure you see this like in your private readings as I do is like people are almost always going through something similar that I'm going through, or like I or I just or I just went through that, right? And I'm like oh I know how this turns out for you like. Let me help you.
0: Yes. I just had a reading with, uh, so I I moved in with my boyfriend for those who don't know. And I just had a reading with this girl who's trying to move out of her parents' house, but she's scared to. And I'm like, girl, just fucking do it. Like, you're actually not going to die like you think you are. Like, just do it. (laughs) And she was like, oh my God, how did you think, how did you know I thought I was like going to pass away if I did this? I was like, cause I'm you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. I, I see that in like, not only tarot sessions, but Reiki sessions, like all the things. I'm like, I just went through this. Let me, let me help you. Let me yes. make it a little bit easier.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. Okay. So for someone who may be new to tarot or hesitant about trying it, what advice would you offer to help them approach it as a valuable tool?
1: Just try it. Like yes, do it. Re- just like, my biggest advice is like just like get into it and like start pulling cards for yourself pulling cards for like your friends whatever it is like you don't need to be an expert like i'll be honest for like the longest time i had like a cheat sheet that i would pull out and like when i was still giving free readings i'd be like okay like that means this right it's like all about practice um like anything else mm-hmm. um even though it seems like super overwhelming to do and i mean Tarot isn't for everyone. So like if he, if it doesn't resonate with you, then like just go to a tarot reader when you want a tarot reading, True. right? Like you don't really, don't overthink it. If you're called to tarot, you probably should be doing it is my advice.
0: <laughs> I agree. Like even if it's not doing like a full drawn out reading for yourself, just pull, start pulling a card a day, like get comfortable with the deck. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like people who want to get into tarot get overwhelmed or maybe even discouraged because they see like the rider weight tarot deck and it looks really fucking boring and i'm like i mean like no offense to that deck but like it does it looks kind of boring mm-hmm. compared to like other artists who like do mm-hmm. their own kind of interpretation of a tarot deck so i would also say make sure like pick a ta- your first tarot deck buy it yourself you don't have to get it gifted make sure you resonate with the artwork and make sure it speaks to your soul. Like for real, because if you don't vibe with the deck, it's not going to vibe with you either because it's, it's you, it's a reflection of you and you need to be able to have a relationship with it and actually love it and be into it. Um. So yeah. Good advice. Thank you.
1: Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree with that. And don't let tarot talk scare you away. Cause there are a lot of people on here that are like, you can only do it this way or else it's wrong. Like, all this stuff like honestly like whoever's listening I don't care if you make up a new meaning to all of those cards that are in the deck as long as you stick with like pretty much the same meaning every reading you do right we're not trying to scam anyone but like it's all about like learn like it's a tool to learn about yourself so there's no like wrong way to do it like that's so silly it's just so silly
0: I agree I agree it's it's so Um, I don't even know, like moldable, like you can just like, yeah, there's a baseline meaning to all the cards, but at the end of the day, your intuition is going to play a factor in every reading you do. And your intuition doesn't have a set rules or set meanings to anything. So it can always change. How do you feel about, um, using tarot to talk to dead people?
1: Oh, I do it all the time.
0: Okay. Same.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's funny because like I. So I like unlocked my mediumship abilities after I started to learn Reiki and the girl that I like took classes with, or like one of my mentors, essentially like she doesn't, she doesn't use cards. She doesn't use anything to tune in, which which is like amazing and like good for you. But like, it's really, um, it's like scary, to do that. Cause you're like, okay, what do I do? Like I close my eyes and I like see a dead person there. And then like, I talk to them, like, it's just like a weird thing to like teach to people. So I like love using cards. And again, it's like having a conversation like I would with you. Right. Okay. Like what's your relationship to this person? Like, you know, a card pops out and maybe I see like, you know, a younger person and I'm like, oh, is this like your sister? Right. Like, I think there are tons of ways that you can use it, but yeah, if, especially if you're like a newer medium like using tools like that to communicate with those who have passed make it a lot easier to like trust what you're getting yeah and then eventually you could get to the point where you're like okay I don't really need these right yeah no
0: I oh my god yeah I totally agree I've been I've just been listening to this podcast it's like getting in my head I think because it's like it was like three years ago too so like probably his opinions have changed but Mm -hmm. he was like oh, um, Mystic D- Dylan, I love you. If you're listening to this, I'm not shading you at all. I fucking love you, okay? I will literally bow down on your knees. You are so fucking cool. Okay, anyway, now that we've got that out of the way. She's like, but I
1: disagree with you and yeah. this is why. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally, I, I, he was just like, no, ter- oh no. Actually, wait, you know what it was? He he thought you could do that, but that his co-host didn't and she's like the medium. She was like, you can't talk to dead people through cards. You have to do it intuitively, blah, blah. blah which whatever but you're so right like teach me teaching like when I teach people mediumship they get so scared just like diving in just like we were taught mediumship to just Mm -hmm. dive in and and like um why not use a tool like I know mediums who use dowsing rods and then like when you use a tool you open the space up to grow your intuition just like with tarot and a self-discovery tool like you grow your intuition so why not use it to talk to dead
1: people yeah yeah, yeah exactly use use all the tools like yeah use all of them um it doesn't make you any like less intuitive or any like less yes. able to connect with someone who's passed over like there's no higher there's no hierarchy here like I, I feel like that's something that like people put like oh well like you see it um, on those people who give readings on TikTok I'm an evidential medium and like <laughs> I don't want you to give me any information Blah 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 it's like okay well I could give a reading like that too. And I could have someone come to me and give me like all of the things. Right. But sometimes someone doesn't want a reading like that. Like they just want to connect to their grandma and they want to know it's them and they want to ask them their three questions. Right. Like it doesn't have to be a mystery. And there's like, there's like no, there's like no hierarchy here. Like I always thought that like being an evidential medium. And for those of you who like, don't know what that is, that means like essentially a spirit like comes to you and they're like, I'm someone's grandma this is how I died like I have like six grandchildren all these things you match them to like a person a a live person um essentially and in my head I was like that is crazy that is so cool and it's like that's just like regular medium shit
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I went on live fucking I think it was yesterday I don't remember Yeah, I think it was yesterday. And and someone was like, I I was asking people to like, okay, if you want me to connect to someone, I need your name, the person's name you want me to connect to and the relation to you. And then someone in my comments was like, wow, you need their name. You're such a scammer. Like, obviously you're going to connect to them if you have their name. I was like, what? I don't know how they died or anything. I'm just asking for their name. What the fuck? Because when you open up, there's so much fucking bullshit that comes through and names help you weed out who you're not trying to talk to. So mm-hmm. it was just, it's pretty wild how like, um, a, like, a, an opinion spreads on TikTok because there's people out there that are like, if you're not doing evidential mediumship, you're a scam. Like you are not doing it right. I'm like, Oh, you know? So.
1: Yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree. I think that that is so silly And, like, if you're just learning, like, you're not going to be able to get all that information. Like, much like you, like, I always say, like, I don't really get names. Um, I've gotten names,
0: like, three times in my whole life.
1: Yeah. I'll get, like, I usually get, like, relationship. I can figure out, like, what age they passed away. I I will get every name wrong. Every name wrong. And that's probably, and I always say that's because in my real life, when someone tells me their name, it's like, whoop, forgot it. Right? (laughs) So, like, it's not my fault that I can't remember the name it's just like who I am yeah right? you're still human what the fuck yeah exactly so um use whatever tool you need to get up and running I think tarot is great to connect to people who's de- who have passed um pendulums are fantastic I know we weren't talking about pendulums today, but there are like so many things like you can make your own like cards with like uh, relations and all like all this stuff like there's so many things you could do like just do it yeah else, yeah
0: Yeah. just just dive in y'all for real because that's how you get started that's how you get comfortable with things and learn new things you just got to do it so yeah exactly thank you so much for all of this this was so fun
1: yeah thank you for having me I had a fantastic time
0: um how can people find you and work with you
1: yeah so um my business name, I guess, is called The Queen of Wards, W-A-R-D-S. So you can find me on TikTok or Instagram um, at The Queen of Wards. There's a booking link there. So if you want to book, I do readings of different sorts. Um, I do Reiki healing too. And I also do um, animal readings and Reiki. Um, But otherwise, just follow me for like fun readings and like the random stuff that I post on there to inspire you
0: <laughs> yeah oh my god that reminds me you gave um when my kitten louie had a seizure you gave him fucking reiki for free that was so nice
1: oh my god i have like i have a little pocket paca- to luna she's a little baby like animals are my soft spot like yeah. i've actually done like a couple of animal readings for animals who have crossed over recently. And I'm like, I want to do these for free. Like they're so like one, they're so touching, but I'm also like, they're so sad. Like these poor people.
0: I know. Yeah. Oh my God. But you're so sweet. And thank you so much. That was really, 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 really really insightful. Thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed, please rate and review the podcast on Spotify or Apple podcasts, wherever you are listening. And go book with Catherine because she's incredible and amazing and beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, guys.